This is Daily Devotion, Episode 76, Exodus Chapter 29. Welcome to Daily Devotion. I'm your host, Cynthia Martin. Each goal, our goal of each of our broadcasts is to read the Word of God and comment and pray the application of those truths to our lives in 15 minutes or less. All right, let's get started. We're reading out of the Bible in the Basic English Edition, and we are in Exodus Chapter 29. This is what you are to do to make them holy, to do the work of the priests to me. Take one ox and two male sheep without any mark on them and unleavened bread and unleavened cakes mixed with oil and then and thin unleavened cakes on which oil has been put made of the best bread meal. Put these in a basket and take them with the ox and the two sheep and let Aaron and his sons come to the door of the tent of meeting and there let them be washed with water. Take the robes and put the coat and the dress and the ephod and the priest bag on Aaron and put the band of needlework around him. And let the headdress be placed on his head and the holy crown of the headdress. Then take the oil and put it on his head. And and take his sons and put their robes on them. And put the linen bands around Aaron and his sons and the headdresses on them. To make them priests holy by my order forever. So you are to make Aaron and his sons holy to me. Then let the ox be taken in in front of the tent of meeting and let Aaron and his sons put their hands on its head. And you are to put the ox to death before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. Then take some of the blood of the ox and put it on the horns of the altar with your finger draining out all the rest of the blood at the base of the altar. And take all of the fat coverings of the inside of the ox and the fat joining the liver and the two kidneys and the fat around them and let them be burned on the altar. But the flesh of the ox and its skin and its waste parts are to be burned outside the circle of the tents for it is a sin offering. Then take one of the sheep and let Aaron and put his sons put their hands on its head and then let it be put to death so that the sides of the altar are marked with its blood. Then the sheep is to be cut up into its parts, and after its washing, its legs and its inside parts, you are to put them with the parts and the head, and let them all be burned on the altar as a burnt offering to the Lord, a sweet smell, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Then take the other sheep, and after Aaron and his sons have put their hands on its head, you are to put the sheep to death and take some of its blood and put it on the point of Aaron's right ear of right his right ear, the right ears of his sons, and the thumbs of their right hands, and of the great toes of their right feet, dropping the rest of the blood on the sides of the altar. Then take some of the blood on the altar and put the oil and put it on Aaron and on his robes and on his sons and on their robes so that he and his robes and his sons and their robes may be made holy. Then take the fat of the sheep, the fat of the tail, the fat covering of the insides, the fat joining the liver and the two kidneys with the fat around them and the right leg for by the offering of the sheep, they are to be marked out as priests. And take one bit of bread and take one cake, oil bread and one thin cake out of the basket of unleavened bread, which is put before the Lord and put them all on the hands of Aaron and his sons to be waved for a wave offering before the Lord. Then take them from their hands and let them be burned on the burnt offering on the altar, a sweet smell before the Lord, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Then take the breasts of Aaron's sheep, waving it before the Lord. It is to be your part of the offering. So you are to make holy the breast of the sheep, which is waved, and the leg, which is lifted up on high, that is, of the sheep, which is offered for Aaron and his sons. 
and it will be their part as a right forever from the children of Israel. It is a special offering from the children of Israel made from their peace offerings, a special offering lifted up to the Lord. And Aaron's holy robes will be used by his sons after him, and they will put them on when they are made priests. For seven days, the son who becomes priest in his place will put them on when he comes to the tent of meeting to do the work in the holy place. Then take the sheep of the wave offering and let its flesh be cooked in water in a holy place. And let Aaron and his sons make a meal of it with the bread in the basket at the door of the tent of the meeting. All of those things which were used as offerings to take away sin and to make them holy and to be priests, they may have for food, but no one who is not a priest may have them, for they are holy food. Any of, And if any of the flesh or of the bread is over until left over till morning, let it be burned with fire. It is not to be used for food, for it is holy. All these things you are to do. To Aaron and his sons, if I have given you orders for seven day work of making them priest is to go on every day. An ox is to be offered as a sin offering to take away sins. And by this offering on it, you will make an altar clean from sin and you are to put the oil on it and make it holy. For seven days, you are to make offerings for the altar and make it holy so that it may become completely holy and anything touching it will become holy. Now, this is the offering which you are to make on the altar two lambs in their first year every day regularly. One lamb is to be offered in the morning and the other in the evening. And with one lamb, a tenth part of an ephod is the best meal, mixed with a fourth part of a hin of clear oil and the fourth part of a hin of wine for a drink offering. And the other lamb is to be offered in the evening and with it the same meal offering and drink offering for a sweet, sweet smell, an offering made by fire to the Lord. This is to be a regular burnt offering made from generation to generation at the door of the tent of meeting before the Lord, where I will come face to face with you and have talk with you. There I will come face to face with the children of Israel and the tent will be made holy by my glory. And I will make holy the tent of meeting and the altar and the errand and his sons I will make holy to be my priests. Among the children of Israel, I will make my living place and I will be their God. And they will see that I am the Lord their God who took them out of the land of Egypt so that I might ever be with them. I am the Lord their God. Wow, God really gives us some detail into his system or his instructions to make sure that the priests are set aside and made holy. And the purpose was so that they could be um, installed for God's purposes, I guess is the word you would use. They, when we are priests before the Lord and as Christians, our first, our first ministry is to the Lord and then to others. And so we see God setting them aside because holy is truly consecration and holiness is just that being set apart, being different from the environment in which uh, we live. And specifically, I would say that qualifies as our uh, culture, um, many times even in um the culture of Christianity, there is a lot that a priest or a person who has really devoted themselves to the Lord really needs to separate themselves even further out. Now, I'm not saying not being friends. I'm just saying in their lifestyle. In verse 10, I want to point out that they, um, well, actually, let's back up a little bit. From verse 5 through 9, it talks about putting on. So Aaron had to put on those robes. So there are some work on our part 
that we have to do. Then we go on to 10 and it says the Aaron and his and his sons put their hands on the altar or excuse me, not on the altar, on the animals as a symbol of transferring the sins of their own life and their the lives of the people to that animal. Because God instituted this process to be a covering from year to year so that they would be held, the blood would speak for them. But these animals' blood only held for a certain amount of time. So when we jump forward to the New Testament, when Jesus died, when he was put on the cross, just like the animal's blood was put on the horns, when Jesus was put on the cross, it was a symbol of death. The horns on the altar and also the cross itself is our symbol of death, right? We, of course, we have the grave where it's the symbol of life. But Jesus, when he died, he made the ultimate sacrifice. And so there was not ever the final one. He said it's finished. These offerings no longer have to be a blood. There no longer needs to be a blood covering for the sins because Jesus's blood was the one and final uh, offering and sacrifice that needed to be made. We see in verse 20 that they were to put the uh, anoint the priest uh, right ear, right thumb and right toe. And I've always kind of wondered about that. And one of the commentaries I read said, because from this point forward, they needed to hear differently. They needed to work differently and they needed to walk differently here. Obviously, for the ear, um, the thumb would be in relationship to what we do with our hands, our work and our toes is in relationship into how we how we walk. And I think that's the best explanation that I have found so far. Then I love in verse 21, um, it says that they're to put the blood and the oil. So we need the sacrifice. We need the um, new birth. We need to accept the blood, the new birth of of coming into relationship with Jesus Christ. But we also need the oil, which is our symbol of the Holy Spirit. So we need both in order to be effective priests before God. We need that relationship with Jesus, but that just the relationship, the, we need the oil. We need the oil. We need the oil. So it, as it goes on, um, it talks about the wave offering. It talks about the portions that was set aside for the priests. So there was always a portion. God made a way for the portion of the priest, for the priest to be fed and taken care of. Same today. If we dedicate ourselves, doesn't Matthew 6.33 say, if we seek after his kingdom first, then all those other things will be added to us. Um, we see that um, in verse uh, 32 and verse 33, it talks about that um, if they're not a priest, they can't have a part of it. And I thought it was really interesting that um, when we talk about that, it talks about in Leviticus, it says, but the but if the priest buys a person with his money, he may eat it. And one who is born in his house may eat of his food. So it's him and his household is what I'm understanding. Now, if you're a theologian and I'm wrong, I apologize. But from what I can see, it looks like him and his his uh, um, household. But, you know, what's really great about that is Jesus purchased us, right, in redemption. So that we have the right, and now we've been grafted in. There's lots of scriptures that we who are not Jewish, who have not... Um, followed in the you know the Jewish law but we can still be grafted in we can still because of Jesus he made a way for the Gentiles as well because he purchased us into his family and that we can be set up apart and be used by him and we can enjoy the priestly privileges of our high, high priest who is Jesus 
So the scripture goes on throughout, and I love uh, talks many times about how we wave before him the offerings and we give these offerings and it raises up a sweet smell before the Lord and it brings him pleasure. I love in verse 42 and 43 it talks about he's going to come face to face with us. He wants to have that personal, personal face to face encounter. And then we end up the chapter saying that he's going to be our God. He wants everybody to know. He wants them to know that he is the Lord, their God. And that is just so so um, who God is. He wants to have that face-to-face -face relationship. He wants us to know that he wants to be our God. Let's pray about that. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you that you sent Jesus. Father, I thank you that because of his blood, we can boldly approach the throne. Thank you, Father, that you anoint us, that you sent Holy Spirit, that we can be anointed on the right ear, the right thumb, the right toes. We can be saturated. We can hear what you have to say. We can work onto you. We can walk in your ways. And Holy Spirit will empower power us and lead and guide and direct us. Father, we need Holy Spirit in order to effectively minister to the people that you've sent us to. Father, thank you that you've made a portion for each one of us, Lord. And Father, I pray that those who are listening would find their portion. Lord, not in just your provision, but Lord, their place in ministry before you. Because when we minister in your place, you provide our portion. So God, I ask that you would open their eyes to see. And Lord, I thank you that you want to be face to face with us. Lord, I thank you want to be personal with us. You want to speak to us face to face and you want to be our God. And Father, we thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for that, Father. I thank you for that. And Lord, I ask for myself that you would cause me to see your face more clearly that I would see your face, that I would walk in your ways, that I would reach with your hands, and I declare it to be so. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for listening today. I'm Cynthia Martin. You can find more about me and what I do at realliferevised.com. That's my website, or you can find me over at Facebook at Cynthia Martin Online. One of those names will find me somewhere. Next time, we'll be discussing Exodus chapter 30. Until then, may you be filled to overflowing with his presence, his peace, his protection, and his purposes. See you next time on Daily Devotion.